Welcome to the British Sports Car Podcast. Join me, Sarah, and Nick, our resident sports car expert, as we bring you all the latest news from the top tiers of British motorsport, including British GT, GT Cup and Brick Car, as well as British motorsport interests from around the world. British GT News. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to From the Racetrack British GT Round 1 Practice and Qualifying Day. Yay! We've got racing back. Sorry, first of all, for the delay in getting this episode out. We kind of want these episodes to come out on the day, but Alton Park is a relatively special case. The reason for that is that the the racing at Alton Park on Easter weekend is Saturday, Monday. So if we were going to stay local to the circuit, it would require two nights of accommodation, two nights of paying for every meal, two nights of, of Scar Day being home alone and shredding Sarah's sofa to pieces. So what we do instead is it's a relatively local circuit to us it's only a couple of hours away we will go to the racetrack on saturday morning do the stuff at the racetrack come home then go to the racetrack again on monday morning do the stuff at the racetrack come home and then on tuesday morning take a learner for a driving test but that's just me yesterday we had four sessions to 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 cover which was the free practice one session the free practice two session the qualifying sessions for GT3s and the qualifying sessions for GT4s. In qualifying there are two sessions for each each GT3 and GT4 because the AM drivers go first and then the Pro drivers go second. Now we're going to cover it a little bit out of order. FP1 and FP2 will be covered first and I'm not going to go into full detail about the 36 car entry. And then what we'll do is we will do qualifying one and three because gt3 am qualifying and gt4 am qualifying set the grid for race one on monday then we'll do qualifying two and qualifying four which is gt3 pro and gt4 pro which set the grid for race two so without any further ado let's crack on and take a look at some of the things that went on at Alton park yesterday So, first session then, free practice one. First chance to see the cars out, almost in anger, doing their thing ahead of the start of the season. And it was a good session for most, not for all. Uh, say not for all, Enduro Motorsport had a 
bit of a problem. So did Century Motorsport. The two cars came together down by Shell Oil's hairpin fairly early on in the session, causing a red flag stoppage. Um, looking at the damage that happened to the number 77, which made its way back to the pits under its own power. Um, it was an impact on the right-hand side of the car, which, don't forget, GT3 cars and most GT4 cars are, they are left-hand drive. They are basically European spec. Um, so it wasn't on the driver's side of the car. Um, but there was an impact. The number 22 Century Motorsport BMW has got into the side of the car uh, down at Shell Oil's hairpin. There was some relatively significant bodywork damage to the number 77 and the number 22 came back on a wrecker and neither car took any further part in the session. To give you an idea of when it happened, the Enduro motorsport car i'm looking for it on the entry on the results here now managed five laps in the session um set its fastest lap on lap four um and then obviously the accident lap was lap five um it was marcus clutton who was at the wheel of the car at the time of the incident the Century Motorsport BMW managed only four laps in the session. Carl Caver's behind the wheel of that car, and it's just a little bit of a little bit of stumbling. Shell Oils is quite an interesting corner, in that it is a hairpin, it is quite tight, and it is very heavily banked. Now, what will usually happen is a GT4 car will tuck into the inside line. GT3 car will use its superior speed handling and aerodynamics to go around the top line and get round it during the hairpin because you can carry more speed through a bank corner and I'm guessing either Marcus cut it a little bit too close or Carl let it drift out a little bit contact happened and the two cars were quite heavily damaged both cars did make it out for the second practice session though Looking then at the results of the session, it was a, I would say a win, um, but it was early bragging rights for Dan Harper, BMW factory driver, in the Century Motorsport GT3 car, the BMW M4 GT3. He's sharing with Darren Lung. Uh, 0.005 seconds was the margin of superiority, so not exactly a, a wipeout in the GT3 class. He was ahead of 2Cs Motorsport, the defending champion Ian Loggy, sharing with Jules Gounon in a Mercedes-AMG GT3 Evo. Um, as I say, 0.005 seconds behind. Another 0.130 seconds behind was Sandy Mitchell in the Balf Motorsport Lamborghini Huracan GT3 Evo 2. He shares with Sean Balf, the number 78 car. So three brands in the top three. We then get our first McLaren. It's the Garage 59 car of Alex West and pace setter Marvin Kirschhofer. Um, the number 88 car was 0.204 seconds off the top pace in the session. And then Aston Martin, sorry, James Cottingham and Johnny Adam even in the 2Cs Motorsport Mercedes AMG. You can understand why I got that one confused. I saw Johnny Adam and instantly said Aston Martin. Oops. Sixth place went to Andrew Howard and Ross Gunn. Ross Gunn setting the pace for Beach Dean Motorsport, the Aston Martin Vantage AMR 
GT3. And so far we have managed to get 0.337 seconds away from top pace. So it's a fairly close session here with Raffaele Marciello for Ram Racing, Sam Neary for Team Abba Racing, and then Will Tregertha for Barwell Motorsport in Mercedes, Mercedes and Lamborghini respectively. That brings us out to 0.809 seconds off the off the uh, fastest time. Uh, 0.913 seconds off was the Will Tregertha driven, sorry, forgive me, Michael O'Brien driven Orange Racing by JMH McLaren. And then rounding out the top 10, Callum McLeod and Mike Price in the Greystone GT run Mercedes AMG. Uh, so that's rounding out the top 10. And it is also the first car which is not in the lead second, but only just by 0 0.040 seconds. So the top 10 covered by just over a second in this session. In GT4 then, uh, we take a look at the 19th placed car in the session, first of the GT4s, and it was a great debut for the McLaren Artura GT4. DTO Motorsport uh, had the, the honour of topping the session. Josh Rowledge is the, the driver in the AM slot there. Aston Miller is the driver in the Pro slot for that car. Um... And they set a 141.265 to top the session. Um, the gaps were a little bit wider this time. Um, if we go down to a 142.245 is the last time in the top second there. And that is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 sixth place in the class and we'll get to that very very quickly second place uh, was a returning hero uh, this is josh miller in the aston martin vantage amr gt4 one of the few drivers with the same team the same car um, as last year no no changes there at all um, he was 0 0.190 seconds off aston miller's pace uh, finished ahead of Charles Clark in the Optima Motorsport number 90. McLaren Artura GT4 shared with Jack Brown. Raceway Motorsport came fourth in the class. Uh, Freddie Tomlinson and Stuart Middleton, the latter setting the pace in the Janetta G56 GT4. And then we have Paddock Motorsport and Enduro Motorsports McLaren Artura GT4s. Kavi Jandu setting the pace for Paddock. Harry George setting the pace for Enduro. Uh, Janetta G56 GT4 from Raceway Motorsport, the second of the two Raceway cars, had Michael Kreese and Thomas Holland sharing the driving. Holland set the time for that car. And then Ian Goff and Tom Wrigley in the McLaren Artura GT4 from Race Lab. Ian Goff was the one that set the time there. Academy Motorsport uh, come up next with the Ford Mustang. Eric Evans setting the time in the car that he shares with Matt Cowley. Then Drive Tack by, uh, powered by Track Focused, which is James Wallace and Sam Mayer Lochnan in a Mercedes AMG GT4. And then Toro Verde GT 
Joe Wheeler and Esme Hawkey in a Janetta G56 GT4, Esme setting the pace on her debut in the championship. Century Motorsport came next, Michael Johnson setting the time in the number 14 car Harriet's Chariot shared with Chris Salkow, that's the new M4 GT4. Um, and then One Motorsports Mercedes, Academy Motorsport Mustang, Team Brit McLaren 570S, the only 570 left in the championship. Toro Verde for the second car, the um, Ian Duggan and James Townsend car. And then Carl Cavers and Lewis Plato in the car that was involved in an incident. There's only 35 cars on the results for the first session. The reason for that is that the Team Parker Racing Porsche, the only Porsche in the championship, went out for practice and testing on Friday, a non-competitive session, not officially part of the weekend, got back and, as always happens, if you're a gamer, you know the pain. You think, right, I'm going to go out and use my toy. So you turn your toy on and it flashes up. You need to do an update before you can use me. So they've applied a software update to the Porsche 718 Cayman Club Sport GT4 RS, world's longest name for a race car ever. Um, and then they've gone to turn it on ready for free practice, one on Saturday, and it's refused to shift into gear. It's stayed stuck in neutral. The team have been a little bit mystified by it. Um, so basically, as sometimes happens to people with hardware, my gaming PC has suffered this. It's had an update and now the screens don't work. So basically they managed to brick their Porsche. Um, <laughs> over the free practice one session, the time between free practice one and free practice two, they did do a reset on the car and the car made it out for second practice where it impressed. And that is where we're heading next. So, on to free practice two then, and it was a surprise change at the top. It was Ross Gunn who set the fastest time. There was a bit more of a gap here as well. We get all the way down to eighth place and then find the last car inside the top second. But Ross Gunn for Aston Martin, the factory driver from Gaydon, sharing with Andrew Howard in the Beach Dean Motorsport car. He set the fastest time of the session, which was about, and I'm just going to have a quick check on this one, but it's about a second, about three quarters of a second slower than the fastest time in free practice one. So when we come to the races on Easter Monday on tomorrow, expect race one to be the faster of the two because it seemed like the conditions in the morning better suited the cars. But Andrew Howard and Ross Gunn topped the session ahead of Sean Balfe and Sandy Mitchell for Barwell. Team ABBA Racing, Richard Neary and Sam Neary in third place there. So again, three brands in the top three. Impressively for, for Sam, which I mean, I've been saying for years that they should offer him a factory contract. But impressively for Sam, he headed up a solid block of four Mercedes AMG GT3s. And if he puts this timing result in his in his CV, it will look very impressive indeed. Because behind him we have Raffaele Marciello, we have Callum McLeod, we have Johnny Adam. We also have Rob Bell, Marvin Kirschhofer, we have um, Dan Harper, who's quite a way down as well. We have just factory drivers stacked up 
behind Sam Neary. Uh, fourth place then went to Ram Racing. Uh, so Raffaele Marcello set the time. John Ferguson in the car as well. Greystone GT with Callum McLeod setting the time in their Mercedes AMG. And then James Cottingham set the time for Two Seas Motorsport. Uh, first of the McLarens, the new 720S GT3 Evos, was Optimum Motorsport, Mark Ratcliffe and Rob Bell. Sky Tempesta Racing was second of the McLarens and eighth overall. Chris Froggart set the time in the car he shares with Kevin Say. And then Garage 59, the Alex West and Marvin Kirschhofer car, third in that block of McLarens. Barwell Motorsport rounded out the session in 10th, Will Tregertha setting the time in the second car, the car shared with Mark Sampson. That is the Lamborghini Huracan GT3 Evo 2. And then you look down the the next eight cars, and there are big names. Gunon and Loggy didn't make it into the top 10. Um, Oliver Webb, we expect to be a little bit quicker than, than 14th place. Ewan Hankey, we expect to be quicker than 15th. Dan Harp topped the previous session. 16th in this and then Enduro Motorsport Morgan Tilbrook and Marcus Clutton 17th place penultimate place in GT3 but they continued to have difficulties there was a um, a runoff um, across the grass for that car for the number 77 um, hinting at problems with the ABS system on that particular McLaren 720S GT3 Evo Rounding out the 18 GT3 cars was Martin Plowman and Mark Smith for Paddock. In GT4, um, I did say that the problems that the Porsche faced in free practice 1 were resolved in free practice 2. Uh, and this is very much the case because Team Parker Racing, Zach Meekin, who proved to be rather speedy today, or yesterday, my apologies, sharing with Dan Vaughan, who also proved to be rather speedy, in the Porsche 718 Cayman GT4 RS Club Sport. Uh, they topped the session on a 142.238, which came very early on, by the way. Uh, lap time set on lap 3 of the 20 they turned, whereas Ross Gunn popped up on the last lap of the session. So, times came at different uh, fast times came in different places for different cars. Second place in GT4 went to Ian Goff in the Race Lab Artura, then Charles Clark in the Optimum Artura, Harry Nunn in the Enduro Artura. So three McLaren Artura GT4s together there. Toro Verde GT, Esbe Hawkey continued to get, get to grips with GT4 cars. She came in in, that would be fifth place in class. Sixth in class is Josh Rowledge in the DTO Motorsport Artura. Raceway Motorsport is then seventh in the Genetta GT4, uh, the G56 GT4. Thomas Holland setting the time in the car he shares with Michael Kreese. And then a return of the injured warrior, Century Motorsport, time set by Lewis Plato, the number 22 car, also got out. They were a little bit late out. They didn't get as many laps in as they perhaps wanted to because they had to spend time repairing the car after the incident in free practice one they got 15 laps where everybody else tended to get somewhere between 25 and 30 
So they got about half the running in, but still managed to work their way halfway up the grid. Seb Hopkins, who's transferred from Porsche to Aston Martin, came in next. And then Tom Rawlings, sharing with Cavi Jandu at Paddock, came in in 28th place. 29th place was Academy, Matt Cowley setting the time. Rounding out the top 30, James Wallace for DriveTac, the Mercedes AMG, shared with Mayor Lochnan. So that's kind of the results of the two free practice sessions. And now we get down to the meat of the day, which is setting the grid for two races on the Alton Park International Circuit on Easter Monday. So on to qualifying then. And we had a pretty good session, but there were problems in the GT3 pro qualifying session which is the third session we're going to discuss i'll get to that in just a little bit looking at the first two sessions for the two classes gt3 am and gt4 am we had a relatively quiet session but late late session uh, charges from various drivers affected the qualifying result so looking at the order then in gt3 uh late lap from james cottingham secured pole for the two seas motorsport mercedes amg gt3 evo he shares with johnny adam it does work to put johnny adam on pole for his 100th british gt race event which is just potential icing on the cake all we need now is the cherry of a win and johnny adam will leave alton park a very happy man indeed second place was sky tempesta racing thanks to kevin say the mclaren 720s gt3 evo time between the two 0 0.030 seconds the pole time a 134 dead bang on so in third place then starting on the inside of the second row is the defending champion Ian Loggy set the time for Two Seas Motorsport in a Mercedes AMG GT3 Evo and he will share the second row with Richard Neary for Team Abba Racing in the Mercedes AMG GT3 not Evo. Third row of the grid will have Enduro Motorsport Morgan Tilbrook making up for a lack of running during free practice by putting in a 134.659 to secure fifth place on the grid, as I say, inside of row three, sharing that row with Andrew Howard's Aston Martin Vantage AMR GT3 from Beach Dean. Row four of the grid, Sean Balf will start on the inside, Barwell Motorsport, Lamborghini Huracan GT3 Evo, sharing with Darren Lung in the Century Motorsport BMW M4 GT3. The fifth row of the grid is inside Alex West, Garage 59 McLaren 720S GT3 Evo. The identically equipped Mark Radcliffe, just in a slightly more optimum coloured livery. Uh, the number 27 car starting 10th. Ram Racing, John Ferguson setting the time in the Mercedes AMG GT3 Evo. The number 15 car starts 11th. 12th is Greystone GT with their Mercedes AMG GT3. Mike Price behind the wheel at the qualifying and again when the race starts on Monday. Barwell Motorsport took 13th on the grid. Mark Samson setting the time in the number 72 Lamborghini Huracan GT3 Evo 2 ahead of 
Race Lab's Lucky Carer uh, in the McLaren 720S GT3 Evo. The only non-Evo McLaren comes next. This is Paddock Motorsport. Mark Smith set the time, starting 15th on the grid for the first race tomorrow with Orange Racing by JMH and Evo version of McLaren, Simon Orange setting the time for 16th. 17th was Race Lab, Ian Campbell setting the time in another Evo McLaren. And then rounding out the 18 GT3 cars is Andre Borodin for Greystone GT in the number 24. The number 24 had an issue at the end of the first practice session. Don't quite know what happened or who was at the wheel, but it came out a lodge corner, lost the back end, had a half spin, slid across the tarmac, and then just kissed into the barrier. But the driver couldn't find reverse in the car, and the car had to be recovered, which is why free practice one ended ever so slightly early. In GT4 then, the AM classification here. So starting on pole for the McLaren Archera GT4's first race in British GT is Jack Brown for Optimum Motorsport in the number 90 car. The pole time here is a 1.40.650. DTO Motorsport will share the outside of the front row. Aston Miller set the time and will start the car for race one, another Archera GT4. Zach Meekin in the Porsche 718 Cayman GT4 RS Club Sport uh, from Team Parker Racing starts on the inside of row two in GT4 with Race Lab and Ian Goff for company in another McLaren Archera. Freddie Tomlinson for Raceway Motorsport, the number 56 car, a Janetta G56 GT4 will start in fifth place. Sixth is our racing and Josh Miller, the Aston Martin Vantage AMR GT4. Seventh place, Matt Cowley, Ford Mustang GT4 Academy Motorsport. Uh, one of four cars that had lap times disallowed for exceeding track limits. The first of them was Ian Goff, so he could have been higher up the order, potentially, uh, than, than the fourth place. But the seventh place, Mustang, did lose a time for track limits infringements. Enduro Motorsport, the Harry's Nun and George. Harry Nun is the on paper am of the pairing uh the number 17 car another artura gt4 uh starts in eighth place ninth went to michael crease for raceway in their second car the number 55 a janetta g56 gt4 and then cavi jandu for paddock in another mclaren artura the number seven car starting in 10th place the outside of row five row six then the number 80 car, Joe Wheeler uh, for Toro Verde GT, Janetta G56 GT4, another one of the cars that lost a time due to track limits, with Academy Motorsport and Wilmore starting on the outside of row 6 in 12th place in a Ford Mustang GT4. The number 50 car, drive tax, Sam Mayer-Lochnan set the time for Mercedes-AMG GT4. He set at least two quick times because one of them was disallowed due to those track limits infringements uh, that will start in 13th place 14th place was century motorsport michael johnson setting the time in the bmw m4 gt4 this one is the number 14 harriet's chariot uh, and the the number 14 and the number 22 start one behind the other because in 15th place we find carl cavers in the second century motorsport car the number 22 
16th place on the GT4 grid is Aaron Morgan 14 Brit in the McLaren 570S GT4. Then one Motorsport, Ed McDermott. And then Tara Verde GT, Ian Duggan, the number 86 car, rounding out the back of the grid. So that is the grid order then for race one tomorrow, assuming that there are no judicial changes either today or first thing tomorrow morning. But if everything is confirmed, that will be the order in which they line up for race one of the championship. Race two then, and uh, we get to the GT3 Pro qualifying session. And here is where we managed to find ourselves a red flag because we had about 45 seconds remaining in the session um, when a succession of fast times came in and it was Jules Gounon who set the fastest. We'll get to that in a second. But then 45 seconds, I say, from the end of the session, the red flag went out and it was due to a rather substantial and very scary accident for Marcus Clutton. Now, before uh, he had his problem, he'd managed to secure... 11th place on the grid uh, but he was pushing hard into Shell Oil's hairpin when there was a hint of a lockup. a bit of smoke came out of the back of the car and he carried straight on and buried the McLaren in the tyres. Now they pulled the car out we believe that Marcus is okay uh, no injuries there the car looked rather repairable but this is a concern for the Enduro Motorsport guys because they had a problem in free practice one they had abs issues in free practice two and then what looked like a braking failure in qualifying um so a little bit worried about how that car is going to perform in the races tomorrow particularly when in the races the cars tend to be a bit closer together so the abs system drops out again and puts either marcus or morgan in a spot of bother then they could end up taking out a competitor, which would be obviously not what we're looking to see. So let's run through the order then. And on pole for the second race of the day tomorrow is Jules Gounon in 2Cs Motorsports number one Mercedes AMG GT3. He shares the front row of the grid with Dan Harper, BMW factory driver in the M4 GT3 from Century Motorsport, the number 91. The number 15 starts on the inside of row two. This is Raffaele Marciello, a Mercedes AMG GT3 from Ram Racing, with Garage 59's Marvin Kirschhofer, the number 88 car, McLaren 720S GT3 Evo, starting in fourth place. Inside of row three is Beach Dean Motorsport, Ross Gunn setting the time in the Aston Martin Vantage AMR GT4 for Beach Dean number 97. And then the number four car, Two Seas Motorsport, Johnny Adam, will be starting his 101st British GT race in 6th place, the outside of row 3. Inside of row 4 then is number 78. This is Sandy Mitchell for Barwell Motorsport in a Lamborghini Huracan GT3 Evo. He starts ahead of Rob Bell's Optimum Motorsport number 27 McLaren 720S. The Team ABBA racing car of Sam Neary, which did go to the top of the timing screens, quite a few times in this session just to get bumped back down again as everybody it's almost somebody set a fast time and everybody else red rag to a bull and off they went because someone would set a fast time usually sam actually 
and then the rest of the factory drivers will go well if he can do it we can do it too um so the number eight car the team abba racing car starts in ninth place the inside of row five he was the only driver in the gt3 pro session to lose a time for exceeding track limits Will Tregertha starts on the outside of that row, of row five. Uh, Barwell Motorsports Lamborghini Huracan, the number 72 car. The 77 we've already spoken about got itself 11th place, the inside of row six, before suffering some form of issue on the way into Shell Oils, we assume brakes, car out of the session, back on a wrecker. Paddock, uh, sorry, forgive myself, Greystone GT, I've skipped a line, starts 12th. The number three car, this is Callum McLeod in the Mercedes AMG, with Paddock Motorsport in 13th, Martin Plowman setting the time in their McLaren 720S, the number 11 car. Number 13 car of Ewan Hankey, Race Labs McLaren 720S GT3 Evo starts in 14th place, alongside Ian Campbell and James Kell, the pro driver in this car, Race Lab McLaren 720S GT3 Evo. So there is their chance to get that nice Race Lab GT3 family photograph. Sky Tempesta Racing, Chris Froggart, number 93 car, starts in 16th place in the McLaren 720S GT3 Evo, ahead of equally equipped Michael O'Brien, the number 67 orange racing by JMH car. And then rounding out the GT3 pros, Greystone GT, Oliver Webb, in the McLaren 720S GT3 Evo number 24. That just leaves us then the GT4 qualifying session, um, which, I mean, basically it was all over before it began because a couple of drivers came out and set some pretty quick times. Um, you look at Tom Wrigley in the number 29 car, McLaren Arturo GT4. His fastest time on his third lap of the session was a 140.721. So this is a bit quicker than we've been seeing the GT4 cars go today. But we had the first round of quick times in and then at the, the back of that pack of the first quick times came Charles Clark, the number 90 Optimum Motorsport McLaren Artura GT4. Uh, now I'm gonna go directly to my notes in the live blog of the qualifying session and if you are interested we've live blogged all three sessions yesterday and they are available on the Alton Park microsite on our website so here we go 18 hours to go 18 hours ago I said green flag final qualifying underway and the flag has flown for the final qualifying session of the day and the pros or faster silver drivers heading out on the track a little bit later, I started writing. The early times are in. And it is Daniel, I had written down Daniel, so Dan Vaughan, that would be, that was setting a particularly quick time. But I only got as far as D-A-N-E-I. And then, okay, the early times are in, and Charles Clark is currently sitting in the top spot. Now, I said there that basically he could put it in the garage and and start the liquid part of the weekend. Because the 139.719 at the end of the session had him 1.002 seconds clear of the competition. At the time he set it, it put him nearly two seconds clear of the competition in GT4. Now, bearing in mind there are five other cut drivers out there 
with an identical car. That's just astonishing. But let's go through the result in GT4. As a result of this astonishing time from Charles Clark, Optima Motorsport sit on pole in GT4, the number 90 car on a 139.719. Race slab start on the outside of row one, Tom Wrigley in the number 29 McLaren Archera GT4. And then Tom Rawlings in the Paddock Motorsport number seven car, McLaren Archera GT4 starts on the inside of row two. On the outside of row two is Esme Hawkey, Toro Verdi GT, Janetta G56 GT4. This is a number 80 car. Um, and then the inside of row three is the number 56. Stuart Middleton setting the time for Raceway Motorsport in another Janetta G56. Outside of row three is our racing Seb Hopkins in the Aston Martin Vantage AMR GT4 number 23. Ahead of the number 18 Team Parker Racing Porsche Cayman. Dan Vaughan setting the time for Team Parker Racing there. Number uh, eighth place, which will be the outside of row four, is Jack Rowledge in the DTO Motorsport McLaren Archera GT4. He starts ahead of Drive Tax James Wallace in a Mercedes AMG GT4 number 50. That's ninth place and the inside of row five, that'll be. My maths is already failing me. Outside of row five, Raceway Motorsport, Tom Holland in the number 55, Janetta G56 GT4, with the Enduro Motorsport number 17 car, uh, McLaren Archero GT4 of Harry George. He starts 11th place and is the first of two drivers to lose a time for exceeding track limits. Century Motorsport come next in 12th place, the number 22. This is Lewis Plato's best effort in the Mercedes... Mercedes, BMW, M4, GT4, the Safe and Century Motorsport, 13th place, went to Michael Broadhurst in the number 12, one Motorsport, Mercedes AMG, GT4. Academy Motorsport come next, the number 61 car of Eric Evans, Ford Mustang GT4, uh, in 14th place, that is ahead of the teammate car, the number 62, so same team, Academy, same car, Ford Mustang, different driver, Matt Nicholl-Jones, one of our returning former champions in 16th place the number 14 car this is century motorsports uh, second bmw m4 gt4 this time driven by chris salkeld team brit in 17th place the number 68 car lost a time due to track limits bobby trundley had the wheel on a mclaren 570s gt4 rounding out the grid for the second race tomorrow is the number 86 this is the only AM-entered car. It is Ian Duggan and James Townsend in a Toro Verde GT, Janetta G56 GT4. And the difference in pace between the number 86 in 18th place, the AM car, and the fastest of the silver cars, Charles Clark in pole, was 4.556 seconds, which is rather intimidating. So before we wrap up this from the racetrack episode, a couple of little parish notices to give out. First one is when you're if you're at the racetrack tomorrow and you're out and about, do take some time to come and take a look in the paddock. You can meet the teams, you can see the cars up close, you can probably collar a driver or two, and if you get the program and bring a sharpie, they'll probably be quite happy to put their autograph on their car in the spotter guide 
and then you keep that for about 20 years and sell it for a small fortune on eBay, honest. Okay, but there's a couple of other things that you might want to take a look into. I mean, there's series partners are present in force. The official race suit supplier have their hospitality there. Xpel, one of the partners of the series, have a display of, of supercars and hypercars. We'll usually get quite a nice collection of DK engineering cars turn out for a race meeting as well so if you want to take a look at some cars that even a lottery win doesn't guarantee you're able to afford that's the place to go for that we also have a couple of little charity related things going on in the paddock if you are somewhere near century motorsport have a word with some of the team guys there is a raffle going on at the moment in support of a local to them cat shelter cat rescue charity uh, which is a cause dear to the freak family's heart um, you can win in this raffle the chance to attend the silverstone 500 as a vip guest of the team so vip hospitality you get to be in the garage during the sessions meet and talk to the drivers etc etc well worthwhile a little pun and for a very good cause the other thing that will be in the paddock tomorrow is the lions barber collective pop-up barbershop now this is an opportunity for members of the public to get in a sneaky trim um, because there's going to be barbers there led by tom chapman of the lions barber collective doing haircuts for race fans but it's also a chance to find out about the important work they're doing on men's mental health the alarming statistics that they can provide us with about the prevalence of suicide in men under 45 and the work that they are doing to reduce that rate of of, of suicide is it's very very important do if you haven't heard it yet look back in the podcast archive and you will find an interview we did with ian goff of race lab and with tom chapman of the lions barbers collective at media day well worth a listen so that is from the racetrack for practice and qualifying day of the initial round the first round of the intelligent money british gt championship for 2023 we're going to say thank you very much for listening we do hope you have enjoyed and we really do hope you have a wonderful Easter filled with fun, family and of course lots of egg-shaped chocolate. Thanks for listening to the British Sports Car Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on socials at BritSC Podcast. This podcast is a Storm Vixen created production in conjunction with RPS Driven Media.